Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody. How are you? This is Jeff Gellman of Solid Canine Training with a What Would... Uh, no, it's not. It's the Wake the Fuck Up With Jeff show. That was last night's show. It's my Q&A show every Wednesday and Friday night, and this is the Monday through Friday AM show. Wake the Fuck Up With Jeff. I hope everyone's doing fantastic. Um, got an email this morning um, from Pippa's owner. It, it goes into length about how well the dog is doing. Um She's heavy into dog sports, heavy into dog sports. Uh, Pippa is the Cocker Spaniel that came to us with massive leash reactivity, um, out of control behavior. Um, and uh, one of the phrases, that one of the sentences she says was, um, when she was in class, it was a, uh, which class was it? Mm, not sure. Might have been, might have been an competition obedience class or something else. Anyway, um, in the ring, show class maybe in the ring without the. Okay, uh, I will say as I looked around, she was the only dog under control. All the others were barking and jumping up on owners, having to be held down. One one lady that has known her since she was a pup said, "Quote, Pippa." needs to have more fun in class, end quote, as her Boston is jumping all over her. I said she has manners. And again, oh gosh, I've been preaching about this for so fucking long. It's it's getting old, but it's not getting old because people still don't get it. It's like people don't know what a trained dog is. Just because your dog does well in a, the competition spectrum, that doesn't, it is trained in the competition spectrum. But that doesn't mean your dog is trained. And its mind is definitely not trained. So, in order for her dog to be having fun, it should be out of control. In order for your dog to be having fun and be happy, it needs to be out of control. And an in-control dog is bored and shut down and not having fun. And that is the narrative that everybody believes. That's why dog parks do so well. That's why people laugh when they see an out-of-control dog. People laugh. They literally laugh. They think it's funny. Or a guest comes over your house and the dog jumps up on them and they're like, oh, you know, my, you know, I'm working on it. I'm like, no, you're not. Because if you're working on it, it would be gone because it takes three seconds, three seconds, three seconds to stop a jumping dog. Does everybody know that by now? Hopefully everybody on my show knows that. It takes three seconds to stop a dog from jumping on people, jumping on you. Three. Not to manage it, to, to eliminate it. Just eliminate it. It's not that hard. There's a lot of hard things out there. My name is Jeff Galman of Solid Canine Training. I've been training for 20 years, over 10,000 dogs, 300 seminars around the world. Um, I primarily work with difficult dogs. That's my gig. Yes, I can train your dog fully from a puppy all the way to an off-leash dog. 
but my expertise because so many people struggle with this is stopping unwanted behaviors. So my narrative is that. My stories are that. Today's show on flooding is that. And so many people say flooding is bad. We've been doing it for 20 years, and it seems to work all the time. What's flooding? Well, let's, so in the human world, let's say you are really nervous around people and you go to a convention with 10,000 people and you're, and you're left to your own devices. Oh yeah, just go to this seminar. There's 10,000 people there. Be flood, be flooded with your worst, um, with your worst fears. So that's flooding, which is not what I would suggest, by the way. I wouldn't suggest that at all. If you struggle with people, what you do is you go to a small, a small uh, meeting and you um, walk up to one person. That's the goal is to get one person's name and to start a conversation about something. That's my goal. And then you leave. Stay for 10 minutes. That's my, that would be my recommendation. But for dogs, we have something called flooding with guidance. Flooding with guidance. And anybody out there in the psych industry knows especially that are using uh, with PTSD folks that are using VR technology along with talk therapy. They understand the concept of flooding with guidance um, and um, they are absolutely getting incredible results. Way more results than just talk therapy. A VR technology of recreating things that, that, trigger um, uh, PTSD events, but there's talk therapist next to them and they're working them through it on their reaction. So with flooding with guidance, what you're doing is you are taking your dog so a dog we're working with right now struggles with whining, not inside, not outside, not at Home Depot, not at outdoor cafes. But we took the dog to a park. The soccer game... Angelo's soccer games and practices, he did pretty well. So we went to a uh, park yesterday. There's a there's a dog park there, which um, and there's a playground there, and there's everything there. I mean, it's 
uh, Bray Park in in in, in uh, Bradenton is is humongous. There's there's everything there. There's, if you don't watch where you're going, you're gonna get slammed with a frisbee because they've got disc golf like in the middle of everything. It's so interesting how there's signs everywhere. Be careful. It's like be careful. I can't even walk around this some of this place. This place, and if you stand somewhere, you might be in the line of fire. It's like really really interesting. This whole disc golf thing. Because it's not like it's just a big open course. It's like through a whole park. Um, so, uh, it's... It's... Taking the dog there, walking around... Going to a park bench, putting the dog into a down, and saying, you're going to learn how to deal with all this stuff, but I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you with your state of mind. I'm going to help you with the state of, the state of mind. And how do you do that? You do that with a remote collar, a.k.a. a shock collar, which are all the same. Which, which, are, which are all the same. Dog trainers like to argue about that shit. It's like shock collar, e collar, remote collar. In 2023, the four top brands are all—they're all—they all work incredibly well, and it's the same thing. They're just semantics. Like I use the word punishment a lot, so um, punishment and uh, 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 correction are, are, are the same thing. Punishment is an actual—is the actual term apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor. To um, uh, um, stop an unwanted behavior. So, what we do is we get the dog into a down, which is easy. That's physical, physical down, and then mental down would be the dog's head on the ground, totally relaxed. We actually, I think, Joel's gonna probably put a video out about that today, and you can see Wes's head is down and relaxed, and Bruno is scanning around which a lot of people would be like, oh, look at that beautiful dog scanning around. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is the dog's mind is racing a million miles an hour and whining. So flooding is putting the dog into situations where they struggle with, are afraid of, but you're there to give the dog guidance. You are there to give the dog guidance. And you're not there to shock the dog out of the behavior, as a lot of people will say. See, most people that don't understand what it is will come up with these, what they think it is. What they think it is. When in fact, it's nothing like that at all. A huge amount of caring, love, trust, Advocacy goes into it. Huge amount. And you have to fucking know what you're doing. So what you're doing is, with flooding, it's historically mental state stuff. Historically. 
I mean, you could have a dog. Well, no, that would be the same thing. You can have a dog afraid of uh, a slippery floor and refuses to walk on a slippery floor. And you can easily get the dog to walk on a slippery floor um, in a couple of minutes. So that's physical because they're walking, but it's usually mental because it's the fear of walking on the floor. You can easily do that. It's so easy to do. Dog that's afraid of steps. Instead of just going up one step at a time, you can easily just get them to go up the whole damn staircase. Now that's easy to do. Like it takes, I've got video, we've got a video on that, you know, that takes seconds to do, seconds to accomplish. I think we used a dog that was, I don't know, three, four, five years old that was afraid to go up and down steps and right on camera live, unedited, we just show you how to do it. It's, it's not that difficult to do. And then within minutes, awfully, she was doing it. How could that be bad? Dogs are afraid to go up and down the steps. So what do we do? We use dog training philosophy. We used flooding. We made the dog go up, up and down the steps the first two times. Third time was dog did it with much less ease. Fourth time, fifth time, again, much, much, much less ease. Took off the leash. I don't know if we show that part of the video, but you could see Angelo, my my son, who was, I think, eight at the time, walking a dog weighing more than him, slowly up and down the steps, slowly, at his pace, at Angelo's pace. Not because he was afraid. They did it confidently. And now it goes up and down the steps regularly. Right after we left, it just went up and down the steps when, you know, like it was no big deal. So that's what flooding is. Flooding is first knowing how to do it, but putting your dog in a putting your dog in a in a situation where it's afraid of something and going there leveraging obedience because you don't want your dog just buck wild. You don't want your dog running away from you and having to deal with it. Dogs afraid of uh, uh, the automatic doors uh, at um, a lot of the the retail shops. What do we do? We go to the automatic doors at the retail shops. Put the dog into a sit, put the dog into a down, stand there. Dog wants to run away whenever the automatic dogs uh, open. And you have them hold command. And all of a sudden they see that it's no big deal. And they become immune to it. They're like, what's the big deal? It's an automatic door. Then you walk through the automatic doors. There's so many things that you can do uh, so many things you can do of um, with flooding to get your dog over so many issues. And that's probably why, one of the reasons why so many dogs are struggling because everybody is going way, way too slow. And this is the thing. It's like this concept of taking your time is better. It's better for the relationship. Says who? Says who? Who made that rule? Who made that rule? 
Who made that rule? Who decides that that, that taking your time on something is better for the dog? We take the appropriate time. There's so many people, though, that think that, you know, months, months and months and months take a dog over a problem that we can get it over sometimes in a day, sometimes in a week. Because we push the dog. Like, has anybody ever played sports before? Do, 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 don't humans play sports? Did you ever have a coach before? Have you ever competed? I used to compete in triathlons. Did you ever compete in anything? Were you, weren't you pushed? Or did you just stop because, oh, it's uncomfortable? Oh, I'm running and I've got a little bit of a cramp. Well, you better fucking learn how to run through a cramp or you'll be quitting a lot of races. And then you don't get to the end, then you can't have the buffet, which is just for that alone, it's worth learning how to do it. So this one triathlon I did where they had the shittiest fucking food. I forgot who the sponsor it was, but I never went to one of their triathlons again, that, that, that company that sponsors them. It's like, your food sucks. I'm out here in the cold fucking ocean, biking, running. I'm done, and you give me crappy food. It's one of the, the benefits, that's one of the benefits of not only just finishing, but getting fed. So, flooding. It's, 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 it's simple but complicated. Simple meaning, just go do it. Complicated by, well, now I got to figure out the formula on how to get the dog over something. But everybody is so quick to flee along with their dogs. With their dogs. They're so, they're so quick to leave with their dogs as well. Oh, my dog is nervous. I'm going to leave. Oh, my dog is about to go over thresholds. I'm going to leave. You mean dogs go over threshold as soon as you walk out the front door? Good luck with that theory. Again, there's all these gatekeepers that make all these rules. And who are these people? Who makes these rules? And then people parrot the rules saying flooding is bad. We get that all the time. Flooding is bad. Oh, really? Really? It's bad. Okay, let me ask you one simple question. One simple question. How many dogs have you done it with? It's a good question for anybody to ask about anything. How many dogs have you done it with? Well, none because it's bad. None because I heard it's bad. Oh, so you don't actually know. Now, that doesn't mean you need to, like, you know, rape is bad. And I've never done it, nor do I need to do it. I just know it's bad. 
So, but you can't compare those two. Somebody will. I just did. But when it comes to dog training, though, you get a lot of opinions on people that say, oh, that's bad to do. Like, shock collars are bad. I'm like, no, they're not. They're great. It's a great tool. As you look at their fat dog. So... There's an art to it. How do you learn? I just gave you a good head start. Flooding with guidance. You are there. You are the confident one. You are the leader. You are you. You know that your dog's not going to explode in a ball of fire because it has to hold a downstay at a soccer game with kids yelling and screaming, and the dog wants to attack children. But you put your dog into a downstay. And you spend time with reinforcing the downstay while there's all these kids. And if your dog is extra attentive, you use your remote cower to say, you know what? You don't need to pay attention to these kids. Don't worry about it. Just, 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 just stop. Stop staring. Stop worrying about it. Stop reacting every time you hear a noise. Stop every time a kid runs by. You know, stop. So let's get to the questions. Well, you're up. Yeah, I don't want to wake up too early because I can't eat. Do you want to try running him while I'm gone just to see? If I have time. Yeah. I got you up when you told me to, but you'd spent another hour in bed. So just, let, just to let you know, I followed the instructions. Yep. Good morning, everyone. Snuggle buns. Uh, Mary, I got to end the show early, obviously. We're both getting blood work this morning for our, ironically, it's so weird. Joel's going in for her one year uh, blood work checkup. And I'm going for my first time getting a total blood panel done on everything. 57, I'm, 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 I get shitty sleep. I uh, uh, don't have as much energy anymore. Um, uh, just want to check in on how everything is going. Everything. Very extensive blood panel. We send it off to a, uh, another company that does, you know, not, not, it's not my, it's not my doctor. Um, another company that really helps, uh, help Joel out a lot. Uh, Mary says, good morning. Good morning. These are all good mornings from Brittany, Allison, Ramona, Avi, uh, good morning. How are you, Ramona? I'm so grateful for learning your corrections. Well, they're not my. Just to let you know, they're not my corrections. Like corrections are standard operating procedure in dog training. Like I'm just. I'm like thousands and thousands of dog trainers train like I do. I'm not unique. I just have a podcast. Like I also clicker train, so I didn't come up with that either. But I talk about it. Um, for two years, I struggled before I found your website. Eight years ago, a friend thought I traumatized my dog because I had the vet give dental care. What? 
it's not a fucking friend. It's an asshole. A friend thought I traumatized my dog because I had the vet give dental care. We can discuss is dental care necessary or not, but you want to traumatize a dog, I guess. So dental care, dental. So ask, I would ask this friend this, do you believe in spay and neuter? And I'm actually don't um, spay and neuter my personal dogs if I can get them before they've been spay and neutered. But I have no problem with people that do because that's your choice. But ask them. Ask them. Do you believe in spay and neuter? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, okay. So putting my dog under and removing their genitalia, you're okay with. But cleaning their teeth? No. That's off the that's off the table. Don't clean your dog's teeth. Take off the dog's testicles and ted instead. Print up some t-shirts. Testicles, not teeth. Or, or cleaning of the teeth you put a big circle that circle with a slash through it and then you know put a big thumbs up next to a knife slicing off testicles make make them have your friends sell them she can be the spokesperson of them set up a whole website whole whole email marketing campaign good luck good luck to the friend allison i just watched the video you posted the farmer's market and pippa's owner getting knocked down she wasn't actually knocked down. She easily could have been. I, in my narrative, I said that could have happened. She wasn't knocked down. But but I have had many, 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 like thousands of clients get knocked down by dogs. Thousands of, uh, thousands, hundreds of clients get pulled down by their dogs. That's why we reinforce that pulling on the leash. Um, and their injuries are bad. They're worse than a dog bite. Um, uh, and there was two separate videos, anyway. Two separate things. The farmer's market was not with uh, the owner. We were at a park. We were at a park. Where an off-leash dog uh, ran full blast at her. And, and Joelle and I ran, went running over to her. To stop this dog, but we are really far. We are far away. Um, I was just horrified. Had an enormous off-leash dog rush. Employees two separate times while walking a ten-pound dog. The dog dog jumped up on both employees, cracking one man's phone screen. And one employee was four months pregnant. My employees were a lot nicer than I was when I came across her and her dog. I told her to leash her dog up, uh, up train it, or we'll boot it in the fucking face. She saw me. Good. You handle that textbook. Perfect. There we go. Jumping dogs. Jumping dogs are happy dogs. Jumping dogs are happy dogs. Well, this jumping dog broke a phone screen and jumped up on a pregnant person. Who's happy about that? Who was happy in that situation? Who was happy in that situation? I'd like to know. 
was 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 the cracked phone screen person happy? The pregnant person happy? Sorry, the pregnant woman happy? Because that's the only people that can get pregnant are women, females. Men can't get pregnant. Sorry, guys. A little bit of uh, uh, wokeness brought into the show. Um, Jeannie says, good morning. I've never heard of flooding. I don't know what it is. So I, we just went over it. We just went over it. So hopefully you hopefully you learn a little bit about it. It's it's way more extensive. Way more extensive. Um, how's it going without coffee? It fucking sucks. It sucks. It's been... Uh, Wednesday, March 8th, I gave up coffee when uh, Thursday, March 9th. Just looking at a doctor's visit uh, uh, report. I'm, I, I gave up coffee for a long time until last August when I went to Greece with a layover in Turkey. And I'm like, being a coffee drinker for 57, started drinking coffee. Probably at 17, 18. For 40 years, large amounts a day. Large. More coffee than water. Which is a huge problem. Uh, drink, oh geez. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten cups a day. Double espressos left and right. So it sucks. But I'm giving it up. I got to for my health. But gave up alcohol and drugs 30 something years ago, 32 years ago. So been sober that long. So that was that for that. That that was actually easy. Giving up drugs and alcohol. Because I started doing I started drinking, I think, at 13. Drugs, probably at 14 or 15. So, I spent, yeah, I guess, only, only what, 8 to 10 years. Uh, about 8 to 10 years doing drugs and alcohol. And uh, I gave that up cold turkey. Just literally just stopped drinking one day. I've told the story many times. I was in Las Vegas and I, uh, Sunday morning, 1295 Tropicana Hotel. Uh, um, we'll use this as a, as, we'll use this as a, as a, as a question. How well do you know, Jeff? When did he give up drinking? Where was he? <laughs> I don't know the date though. Cause I, you know, I just was a, uh, it was a problem. Not it was a, not an alcoholic. It was a problem. It was it was uh, just too much. So if you if you're if you're struggling with with alcohol and drugs, please get help. Please get help. There's no positive purpose to it whatsoever. Um, Raquel says, uh, "Good morning. Good morning to you." Um, Maggie says, yes, but puppies are scared of things and they grow out of, uh, some do, some do, some don't Maggie. So we, we agreed. I agree with you. 
That's why you socialize them. And socializing means just having them around them. Some, many, many dogs do not grow out of fears. So as a dog trainer, and you might be a dog trainer as well, um, but we see dogs, because that's our specialty, um, not fearful dogs, but that goes along with a lot of the unwanted behaviors, is um, we see dogs that did not grow out of them that are just basket cases full of fear, total basket cases of fear. Flooding is great for fear. You'll hear that it isn't. You'll hear that it isn't. But it works. It's worked for us. It's worked for us. There's only one time, one time, even brain surgeons are not 100%. It's worked one time. It has not worked one time. It has not worked one time. But it's worked thousands of times, successfully and long-term, literally long-term, the rest of the dog's life till they die. The dog gets over it. Um, what's the difference between confidence building and flooding? Um, well, confidence building will dramatically help it. But confidence building, it's, it's um, I, I don't think uh, sitting in a park correcting the dog for whining is confidence building. You know, so confidence building, there's, we do a lot of, um, obviously we do a lot of exposure that dramatically does help. There's probably some, some crossover, probably some crossover, but there's a big difference between going to just basic talk therapy into a, uh, psychotherapy. Um, my puppy would only walk half a block then want to return home. Just, well, if I had a, when we, first of all, we have to define puppy. If it was a 14 week old puppy, maybe it's only good for 14 weeks. But the, the real thing is there. It's that you say the puppy would only want to want to, I don't. So in our book, I don't care if the dog wants to or not, is the dog capable of is the dog capable of walking farther? Some dogs can't. So we had, we've dealt with a lot of overweight dogs. We had a Rottweiler that could not make it around the block when it first came in. So we didn't walk it around the block. We walked just straight out and then back. And then over the course of six weeks, it could it lost tremendous amount of weight, a tremendous amount of weight. I'm thinking 30 pounds, but that seems like too much in six weeks, but it might have been. I remember this dog because we found a new odor for this dog. This dog was not just overweight, but it was just had no, no cardio. So, um, but it's that, it's that concept that the dog does not want to get in the car. The dog does not want to go into a store. The dog does not want to go across a storm grate. The dog does not want to climb up the steps. The dog does not want to do, it's like, but you can do it though. We only ask dogs to do what they can do. I'm a family pet dog trainer. I don't do anything fancy. 
But I know if I don't get the dog over these issues, I know where the owners will be stuck. I know what kind of life they will have. I know what kind of life they will have. And sure, dogs go through fearful stages, but you work them through it. You don't just sit around and hope they get out of it because they usually get worse with with our experience which is which is heavy and somebody else might somebody else might have a different experience your opinions are based on your experiences but also but also we talked about this last night. Somebody might say how we train leash reactivity is not necessary. They train leash reactivity a certain way that's less invasive and it works. And my response, well, I don't respond, but my thing is this. Will the dogs that you kick out of your class that are too leash reactive, those are the dogs that we work with. Because people... Hopefully you know that by now. Dogs are kicked out of classes all the time. We work with those dogs because they're too reactive, too dangerous, too difficult to train. We work with those dogs successfully. That's our, that's our easy entry-level dog. Um, yes, um, but puppies are scared of things and they grow out of it. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, I remember that. Sorry about that. And, and, and Maggie, your dog might all of a sudden after it wouldn't want to walk half a block, all of a sudden just organically just started walking more. Happens all the time. Don't disagree. Don't disagree at all. There's people out there that um, uh, got the COVID shot and didn't drop dead. But there's enough people out there who took the COVID shot that are have illnesses, especially females, illnesses. This is, And it's all documented. This is all documented. They just don't want you to know about it. But it's all there. It's documented. Last number I heard was 26,000 people they can relate to dying from the vaccination. And, 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 and people dying from COVID, we all know those numbers have been fudged. Like all the conspiracy theory things, all the crazy things that people said are all now being proven true. But we all know that big tech and pharma are in bed together. This is not crazy Jeff. This is not Alex Jones. This is not conspiracy theory stuff. It's like these are all well documented. And if you don't know that, do your research. But I assure you, well, actually, CNN now actually is talking about this stuff. Now mainstream media is talking about it because they can't avoid it. They can't avoid it now. So, um, 
I must say 100%. Um, I'm always getting the vibe. I am moving too slow. Douglas Walker did flooding around a nail gun being used over the summer, leverage using down. Yep. A lot of dogs are afraid of not just the nail gun, Douglas, but the compressor. We work with these dogs too. So what do you do? You put the dog into a downstay, turn on your compressor. So many dogs would flee. You correct them for trying to flee. And a lot, a lot of and a lot of people will, will be like, oh, well, you shouldn't correct the dog because it's afraid. I'm like, I'm not correcting the dog because it's afraid. I'm correcting the dog because it broke a downstay. It's as simple as that. I'm correcting the dog because it broke a downstay. Sorry that the nail gun bothers you, but you broke down. You have to learn how to deal with it. And you know what happens after a couple of training trainings? The dog just lies down and goes to sleep, and you can nail gun away. It happens all the time. All the time. And a lot of people are like, well, what do you do? If it doesn't move, do you give it food? The dogs we work with won't take food in a situation like that. So no, you can't give it food. Food is not the answer. Correcting the dog for breaking the command in situations like that, that's the answer. And then people are, will be like, well, oh, so you're forcing in the dog then. You're forcing the dog. Yeah, we are. But you know what? I forced myself to do stairs at the Brown Stadium until I threw up. I forced myself to do stair drills at the Brown Stadium in Providence, Rhode Island until I threw up. Why? Because I was competing, practicing for competition to do hills. I could have stopped halfway through. A coach could have forced me. I was in a running group, so maybe peer pressure coach, maybe peer pressure did it. Maybe my ego did it, but I did it. And whenever I came to competing in tri triathlons, what did I do when I came up to a hill? Smiled. I'm like, I've been practicing for this. And while everyone else was dragging their ass, I was passing them. Cynthia, uh, hello from the Netherlands. I'm a big fan. I like this a lot. Thank you for everything. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Douglas, it's uh, quality of the moment versus quality of life. We all have to deal with things that are uncomfortable. It's life. If we avoid these moments of being uncomfortable, we will never advance. Douglas, 100%. That's why this whole equality, equity conversation is bullshit. Everybody does have, well, not everybody. Most people have the same uh, uh, opportunity. Obviously, some people do not. But a huge amount of the population does. But there's a different result. So everyone should have the same opportunity in life. What you do with it. That's that's the big mystery. Del Rose said most owners will not flood their dogs. Flooding really helps the dog and helps with other behaviors. Yeah, the shrapnel the the shrapnel effect is 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 pretty is pretty cool. A lot of times when you fix one thing, you see other things get better. Kimba, I literally f fled 
my with my dog yesterday. LOL. I went on a walk and exploded. It went uh, uh, after a cat a couple getting out of a car delivery truck for boating men uh, for pony man walking, dogs barking, then kids piling out of a car, LOL. So I'm not sure what you did in each one of those situations. Um, if your dog struggled with every one of those situations, there would have been too much to deal with at once. I would have picked one of those things at a time. Like I said, flooding with guidance and knowing what to do. But if your dog is struggling with every one of these things and you want to know what to do, you pick one of those things at a time and you do what I just suggested. Bo says, absolutely, I used it. My dogs are not afraid of fireworks anymore. Yep. Uh, Kim says, good morning here too. Good morning to you. JD, uh, or Jay drank Walter, St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. Excited to flood my dog around all the silly drunks downtown. Probably have to say, don't touch my dog a bunch. Yeah, actually, I usually, I kudos to you for doing it. I, would, I, I actually keep my dog out of those situations because people are stupid. And people are stupid drunk. But it is a fantastic opportunity. I just take my dog to road races. All the time. Put my dogs into a downstay and all these people are walking by, screaming by, biking by. Daniel in New Zealand. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Good morning. Good morning to you. Three, two, one and me. By the way, do, do you have merch available? No, we don't. And we're not going to be doing the 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 teeth not te uh, teeth. I mean testicles not teeth T-shirt. We won't be doing that. Um, Linda says I had a friend laid up for eighteen months by an over excited dog going after a badly thrown ball. Yep, eighteen months. Long time. Dog bites don't take that long to heal historically. She said, Jeff, laughing, uh, get it, but you're so funny. Thanks for the laugh this AM. Unreal way things are right in front of people and say it's wrong. Oh, all the, all the time. All the time. Or you'll get that. I mean, we, we'll get, you'll get that all the time. Someone will say, your dog is so incredibly well-trained, well-behaved, and friendly and such a joy to see. And then they'll pet your dog and they'll be like, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's a remote collar on. on. And their whole tune changes. Their whole tune changes. Like, do you really think this little box is making my dog fun to be around, friendly, happy, well-trained? Because they have a negative association. It's so different than someone saying, wow, you're, the, you're, you're nice. You're a nice person. You're understanding. I feel connected to you. Um, you're so polite. You're a good father. Um, um, I love what you do for the community. Um, uh, oh, you support guns? Oh, I didn't know that. I take it all back. Obviously, Jeff didn't know 
all that matters is the dog's happiness laughing my fucking ass off yeah yeah oh that's the oh that's the huge narrative that that's that's the whole narrative out there that as long as the dog is happy everything is okay dog just bit your toddler you must be pissed dog seems to be doing happy dude seem dog seems to be doing okay dog seems normal walking around having a good time uh-huh and your kids in the hospital right yeah ah but the dog's okay that's all we care about we just care if the dog is okay we just care if the dog if the dog is okay You know, my dog's so out of control. My dog is so out of control. It doesn't listen. It runs through the neighborhood, jumps up on everybody, growls at people. Such a sweet, smart dog. I love that dog. Uh-huh. And why did you get divorced? Why did you break up with your boyfriend? Every time my boyfriend came over, the dog bit him. Ah. The guy you really, really liked a lot. The first person you connected with. But you broke up with him. Like, we, we, I'm talking, by the way, I'm talking about um, real clients here. These are real clients. This isn't made up stuff. These are real clients. Constance says Las Vegas 20 years. Well, you gave up alcohol in Las Vegas too. 20 years, yeah. Great place to give up alcohol. Great place to give up gambling. Uh, Jeannie says, flooding, I guess, is like me having a fear of heights and pushing myself to go paragliding as a tandem. Yeah, it's one way to do it. I felt so empowered after I did it. I now have gone uh, on to go on a hot air balloon. It's getting better and better each time i push myself good for you yeah it's a form of flooding von fraunhofer german shepherds most owners reinforce fear unfortunately and don't know they are like petting and saying it's okay i see what that with my dog walking and training clients they put um they, they put they put on the dog what we do is to people to comfort them absolutely Absolutely. So that's why some dogs don't grow out of it because it's being reinforced. And anything you reinforce positively, historically, you get more of. Melissa says, a three-year-old Border Collie with a bite history rehomed to my to me. Hubby figured out he was afraid of the box for allergy meds. Small rectangle box. I put him in a stay and made him balance it on his head. That one experience did wonders for his fear, allowing me to build confidence so quick. Now the trainer wagged his finger at me for flooding. I have a non-fear biting dog, beautiful dog right now, right? So, Melissa, you did it wrong. You fucked up your dog. You up finally? Yeah. What is it with this fucking family? Oh, my God. School starts in seven minutes. Did you even have breakfast? 
It's in the fridge for you, already made with love. Get your ass going, kid. Brush your teeth. So fucking family wakes up late now. It's daylight savings time. And I wake and I wake everybody up. I go to the rooms. Get the fuck up. Nobody wants to get up anymore. Uh, Cheryl says, good morning, Jeff and everyone. Everything is going so well. The new Malinois has a few minor issues, but they're being addressed. Awesome. She's catching on fast. She's such a good fit. Good for you, Cheryl. So glad it worked out. Um, Snuggle Buns says, also happy for you. Snuggle Buns. Uh, Cheryl says, thank you. Kim, um, that's right, Jeff. Uh, are you the COVID jab, especially young people and athletes? Yep. Do your research. Do your reading. Um, hi, Jeff. I've been feeding Ollie. Uh, they portioned it for Freya, but I'm going to buy the ebook. It's been costing about 200 a month. Would prepping raw myself be cheaper or about the same? Usually, usually it's cheaper because I mean you can buy pork for uh, uh, even just go to Costco. It's a dollar ninety nine a pound when you get those you get a pork loin, um, and then beef is. Um, we're getting beef at around the three dollar price range, three fifteen price range. Duck necks are uh, on the higher; they're four dollars a pound. Um, kidney is is not a lot, so prepping it yourself is going to be cheaper. So the overall pound average, if I had to average everything out, I guess I'd have to cost it all out, but probably would be. Um, under three dollars a pound because they eat a lot of pork so that leverages it down so average uh probably either right at three maybe a little bit over maybe a little bit uh, under three but that's usually cheaper than prepared raw uh kim says uh didn't give me thumbs up but kim says great seeing coco uh in car while owner was vacuuming the interior yep Coco is killing it. I forced myself to go to work, do the dishes, all that fun stuff. Hello, well, you got this dog. Three twenty of me, yeah. Uh, Kimba uh, says it just all happened with about fifteen minutes. It was crazy, and we were surrounded. So I turned and started jogging us out of it. It was ridiculous. She stayed in the heel, though. Good, yeah. That's probably the right move in that moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I corrected her and made her sit to calm her down when and if she reacted to each thing. Good. Um, Jeannie says, I will. I think I um, just say it's a GPS tracker on the dog. It's the easy out. Oh. I tell people it's not, but that's fine. Say you're footing your dog who's leash reactive, aggressive to dogs and once in a while a random person. What kind of correction would you use? Um, it all depends on what you have. It's probably the most natural to go with a leash correction on a prong, but a remote correction usually is more powerful. A bonker at the loading stage is what you do. So you set it up. The way we do it is we set it up. So we set up the, the reaction on heel prior to the event happening. So then when the event happens, and you always proceed it with no, when the event happens, then the dog understands. Avi uh, Angelo is a bright young man, enjoy to see, but I wouldn't try to ask her touch or 
pet your child. What's wrong with people? Upgrade. Sid says, bad shot collar trainer with well-behaved off-leash freedom can go any anywhere dogs, hmm, but it's wrong. Yep. Sure is. Sure is. Uh, VW, uh, wow, that's sad up when a dog... When a dog controls that much of your life to not date. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's huge. That's a humongous issue. People can't even have people come over their house. They absolutely can't have people sleep over. There are, we we deal with couples that can't even hug. Oh, it did, did major issues. Couples can't go out because of separation anxiety. Their children can't have friends over. Oh, dogs, dogs are, are, the dogs that we work with are just literally controlling the narrative of families. They're controlling the narrative of families. That's why I train like I train and I'm, I'm intense like I'm intense because these are the dogs we work with. And a lot of dog trainers don't work with these dogs. So they will think what we're doing is wrong. But they don't work with these dogs. They may never see these dogs. Or they've kicked these dogs out. We work with these dogs. We don't kick them out. Lindsay says, uh, I was at an outdoor cafe and everybody commented on how well-behaved my dog was. They noticed she had a prong collar on uh, and or e-collar and said, your dog does not need that. She's so well-behaved, which is interesting thinking. Also, same thing at Petco. Somebody questioned why my dogs had on a prong and a knee collar. I said it's a communication device and just in case she does not need a correction and to knock the crap off, people just negatively associate tools all the time. Of course they do. They're misinformed. Jeff, uh, Vincent, hi Jeff, love your common sense approach. Thanks. And that's what it is. Uh, von Fraunhauer for German Shepherds. Listen to the to the Vigilant Fox on Twitter about ivermectin and COVID. I'm not shocked about this. Oh yeah, ivermectin's ivermectin has been around for years. I think there's over been there's been a over a billion doses administered to humans. A billion. I believe. Look this up. Verify this. Whoever invented it uh, got the Nobel Peace Prize. I know, I'm pretty sure the penicillin did. But look up ivermectin. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. But nobody was talking, No, nobody talked, No, nobody was talking about like prevention. Nobody. Nobody was talking about losing weight, getting in shape, eating healthy, zinc, vitamin D. Nobody. Nobody was talking about until you're dying, you got to go to the hospital. But until then, nope, sorry, we can't tell you what to do. We can't tell you how to stop it. We can't tell you how to make it better. Just go home and deal with it. VW, how do you deal with crazy reactive dogs? My dog um, somehow brings out the worst in dogs, like they smell his fear. He does not like other dogs, keeps it moving, lady. Um, said it's because they smell he has his balls. Well, it's not your problem that someone else's dog is reacting. If you're just walking down the street and a dog is reacting and they blame it on you, that's just their, that's because they they fail to take 100% responsibility for their actions. 
she have visited over a billion um several uh several sites said it want to know about yeah yeah but that was but that was you know i mean we all know maybe we all don't know but if you remember the whole joe rogan fiasco where everybody said even cnn msnbc all of these news mainstream news media outlets were saying that he was taking horse medicine the ivermectin is in dog meds for heartworm ivermectin is in is in horse meds but ivermectin's been given to humans for years um von Fraunhofer, german shepherds on the twitter video it talks about the nobel peace prize winner very interesting give it a listen will ivermectin is cheap effective use it on horses all of my career over 51 years hey my neighbor's dog barks from 9 p.m to 6 a.m how would you handle that i'd call uh animal control for a noise complaint it's again it's it's where we are in bradenton a dog cannot bark for more than 10 continuous minutes continually not continuous in one episode but over the course of the day the way the law is written because i looked it up because i had to deal with it um um i had to deal with it uh um if the dog say barks for three minutes now five minutes now three minutes now and it equals 10 minutes you file a complaint nuisance a nuisance complaint so if your dog is barking from nine to six there there are there are laws that even if it wasn't a dog just loud music anything just file a complaint File a complaint with the city all right madly in love with you guys i've got to go i've got to go i'm gonna have a fantastic day i've got to get to my appointment